1: You are listening to an iFanboy special edition podcast for G.I. Joe The Rise of Cobra. Well, I thought about the army. dance said, son, you're fucking high. And I thought, yeah. And welcome to another iFanboy Special Edition podcast. We do these when, when a movie comes out that has something however vague to do with comic books. <laughs> Some loose tie to the world of comic books. It's, it's really <laughs> our call is, is basically the rule. Do we want to do yes. one for this? Yes, we do. Do you want to do one for this one? No. No, we don't. <laughs> and sometimes those two questions are at odds with one another. <laughs> that happens sometimes. More, we are off in the summer. <laughs> yeah, we, are, we are talking about uh, GI Joe the Rise of Cobra. I am Josh Flanigan I'm here with Ron Richards. Hello. And we are the only two people we could get to do this show.
2: It was I, – I, so typically the way it works to they, kind of pull the curtain behind uh, the iFanboy HQ is typically when these movies come out. About a week before, send sent an email to, to our staff going, hey, we're going to do a podcast about this movie. Let me know if you're going to see it. Let me know if you want to be on it. I sent that email last week. I literally have not gotten a response from any of the iFanboy staff members, whether they're seeing it or not. Just no response. I wrote, I wrote to you. Well, yeah, you don't count. But I only wrote but, uh, to you. I didn't, I, right. I didn't want anyone else to know. So, uh, so that tells you something going into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that said, that said, particularly, I mean, like, you know, uh, and the part of the allure of G.I. Joe is specifically, at least for us, you know, in our, you know, those of us in our late 20s, early 30s, late 30s who grew up watching the cartoon and reading the G.I. Joe comics, G.I. Joe does have a special place in our heart. Not everybody can understand that. You know, some of, the, some of our staff members might be too old, too young, d- culturally diverse to understand the connection to G.I. Joe that we share.
1: Now, it should also be noted that Connor would be here, but he's actually out of town this week. Which is yeah, ironic he- because he's
2: really the only one who wanted to do this.
1: <laughs> if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. I'm calling him out on that one. No, I'm pretty sure, for, yeah. For, I'm saying I don't know, four, five months. I don't know how long it's been, but I've been complaining about having to go see this movie.
2: Well, it was to the point where where, – because now, if those of you who listen might remember, I was not on the Transformers 2 podcast, and I've yet to see Transformers 2. Um, And so part part of our little side deal, Josh, was that because you put up with Transformers 2, you would not have to cover this movie. Mm -hmm. And yet you're stepping up like a trooper and and not taking the free pass. It's true. So I'm going to save that for, I don't know, Catwoman 2, whenever that comes
1: out. (laughs) Uh. I heard it's going to be great. Oh, my god. This time they got – (laughs) <laughs> I don't know Some other people in it I don't, I, I don't know Anyway, so uh, let's, let's get to the movie uh, I saw it on uh, the day it opened in the daytime Lots of kids in the theater We uh,
2: And you saw it late Friday night uh, I saw it late Friday night in a, uh, about one third full theater on a Friday night in San Francisco That can't be a good thing Why don't you tell me what you thought? All right. Well, um, typically we try to structure these things with uh, the good parts, and then the, we go through the bad parts, or vice versa, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I got a hard time finding anything good, <laughs> really. That, <laughs> yeah, that that visible? Well, well, it's funny because it's funny because you know a lot of people going into this. the The buzz was well. I heard that that they they didn't they didn't bar critics from watching the movie. They were only picking what critics they wanted to see the movie, which I think is way telling. Right. Um, but uh, but considering Typically when a movie is really bad And the studio knows it They won't let any reviewers w- see it in advance Because they want to hold off the negative uh, opinions um, But So like And the thing is Is that I've heard a lot of different things I've heard like Oh my god it's awful It's the worst thing ever We heard all these rumors About the director being kicked off Like two months ago Right in the final edit And, and all problems with it um, But then as people start seeing it I saw a, a, a kind of small groundswell Of you know it's not that bad mm-hmm. You know it's not as bad as you might think Or whatever Um Oh, my God, I want my two hours back. Okay. And, and, I, and after going through the San Diego Comic-Con and seeing people with the T-shirts that says, you know, like, you know, that Transformers rape my childhood and all, and all this rape my childhood kind of jokes. And I always kind of rolled my eyes out and I you know said, all right, you know, get a, you know, get a hold of yourself. It's not that bad or whatever. Now I know what the rape my childhood feels like because, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So that's me. What about you? I
1: didn't think it was that bad.
2: <laughs> I, I really
1: didn't. Like, I mean, no, I don't, don't want to be clear. This wasn't a good movie. This isn't like, but I, I, you know, I found it much less offensive than I had either Transformers movie.
2: Yeah, um, well, I, I haven't seen Transformers 2 yet, so I, don't, I can't compare it to that, and I, I got to go see that. Now I want to see Transformers 2 just to compare it to this.
1: You know, uh. it,
2: it, it was what it was. And, and the fact is that the one thing that this movie
1: has going for it that a lot of other stuff doesn't is that there is no G.I. Joe canon.
2: No oh, oh! I don't know about. Oh, I don't is, know about there that.
1: There isn't because between the cartoons and the, and the three different comic book continuities that there be, that there have been, there's nothing that you can say. Well, this is correct and this is not.
2: And yeah, so, I guess I guess I, I mean I guess you're right. I guess my re, my my visceral reaction to that is that there's the canon that I choose, well, which right. for me which for me personally is is the is the is the first Marvel series, the Larry Hammer series, combined with the cartoon, oh, understanding right. that the, the the comic book series was way more mature and way more um, evolved than the cartoon was, which is very simple and aimed at kids. But that's the GI Joe I love, and I, and personally, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to have a hard time separating my expectations for this movie from my joy and love of the cartoon and of the comics. Like, I will have – like when I compare it, I'm going to compare it to those. And, and I fine. know it's a flaw, but, you know. But, well, the thing is, have you ever gone back and watched the cartoon in your adult life? Yeah, last night for about two hours.
1: <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. It's terrible. Well, no, but it's you. It's not like you can watch and be like, oh, there's some real stuff going on here. It's not. It's all action and missing with lasers. That's all it is. Yeah, but it's
2: fun. It's oh, fabulous. it's
1: yeah, And if I was 12 or 13 years old and I saw this movie, I would have thought it was fucking great.
2: Yeah, I also would have movies.
1: thought that it, re- it, it, it uh, relied very, very heavily on some of the earlier source material, movies that you might know as Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> because there was a shit ton of fucking Star Wars in this movie. <laughs> They they popped out of the Death Star like fucking like Millennium Falcon Lando and Vagina Face and, when, all when, the, oh. and then all the
2: ships going towards the Death Star before oh, the battle the and cannon, like, there's like, a desert there's a de- it was it was Star Wars and I was
1: you know I was like hey I can't I can't fault you for that there was a dude with a face mask who couldn't breathe there was. You're totally right. I there didn't was, realize there, that. Oh my god! Naboo laser blasters—they were the same ones. <laughs> pew pew pew. Fucking <laughs> CEO Bibble was like, "We can't win." <laughs> <laughs> You're totally right. My god. <laughs> there was there was pod racing. There oh my god. Was, it was it was Star Wars, and you know what? It's fine. It was just lots of eye candy and. Well, because they and like the fact is to me like it was shot less offensively than, than Transformers movie was that movie to me yeah. was shot in such a way that I couldn't follow it and it was so stylized that it was it
2: was silly it was funny and this yeah. one it
1: was, you know just it was it was what it was
2: well, I, well I'm gonna break I'm gonna break it down into three kind of things one one is the the raping of the source material and what they did with the characters and what was good and bad about that that's one angle uh, the other angle is um, itself as a movie You know the 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 movie it might be itself, and I don't remember what my third point was, so we'll just stick with those two. (laughs) I've I've already used up the two notes that I took down. (laughs) Well, well, the thing is, is that um, from and I'll start with the movie standpoint before I get into the real geeky stuff. From a movie standpoint, if this wasn't GI Joe, if this was just you know like you know Team America or whatever type thing, you know type thing, I could see an argument for it. Just dumb fun. You know what I mean? Like, that sort of thing. So I can see your point there. But the fact that it had the G.I. Joe tie and set those expectations and those characters really kind of sullied it for me. But from a movie-making standpoint, you're right. It didn't have the offensive shots that I remember from the first Transformers movie. But from a a storytelling standpoint, like, can you – I've never seen a storytelling device of a flashback overused in any movie. I I started – after the fourth flashback, I said I'm going to keep count, and I lost count. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm pretty sure some of the flashbacks had flashbacks. Just because you can't count is not a no, reason. no, no. Hope, but no. oh come on, you're you're, you're you're telling me I'm not right that at, like every ten or fifteen minutes there was somebody they zoomed into someone's eyes and a flashback. You know what? This movie was
1: incredibly, incredibly by the numbers. I was watching them yeah. lay out the plot, and is it happened like this over and over. It was lay out a point, and then come back to it later. Lay yeah. out a point and come back to it later. And within, between each of those, there was a flashback and then an excessively long action sequence. Yep. A yep. really long action sequence. Um, you know, but, but to me, that's just – it's like scripting 101. It's no, you're not going to get anything amazing out of it. Like, I didn't – you know what's funny is, like, I just – I didn't find myself rolling my eyes. Wow. Because I expected to. Like, I went in with such low expectations that – like it didn't even matter. Like you know, I was like, oh, okay, that, that was fine. Like M- Marlon Wayans was not annoying to me. I don't know. I, 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 I said Marlon Wayans was not as annoying as I thought he was going to be. Exactly. Uh, and you know, and and like I, to me, there is no canon. There, it's every time that they redo GI Joe, there's a new thing, and they can do it completely differently. It's it's so the, you have a continuity that exists in, exists in your head, but it doesn't exist. It's not well, it not, not, not just a
2: continuity, but just like a level of expectation and that you know, in, in in that you know, okay, I understand. Okay, so fine to turn GI Joe from Americans America's elite fighting. For Force to a world consortium of the best of the best from all countries. Mm -hmm. Fine, I get that. It's more diverse. It allows you to have a guy with a French accent from Morocco. I get it. All right. Um, So that—that's the whole thing. But then, then taking, taking basically what they did was I feel as if they got handed the the material like the Bible, the GI Joe Bible that's been handed down from Hasbro from 1982 onwards. Right. And again, a case of pulling of a movie, taking what they like and then or laying the blueprint of, of a character. And then altering it and changing it or merging or whatever. Like for example, I thought Destro perfect. Yeah. It was great. I thought I thought I thought Lane. When the I gotta say, I didn't expect the movie to open up in France, sixteen fourteen. That was great. That was great. That was totally good. And then bringing in the metal mask, all that sort of stuff. That's that's that was great. Um, I thought Eccleston was excellent as as the the arms dealer guy. I thought that was great. Um, you know, even he, he, I, 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 love Dennis Quaid, and I thought he was a little much in this. Um, yeah, he was I mean, it,
1: it, he was playing it for
2: the kind of movie but, that it was. He was playing it large, yeah. Um, but I, I thought that the, um, I thought that some of the GI Joe characterization, you know, I mean, like Scarlet was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, love, she was. I love her, by the way. I just want that to yeah. know. Okay, fair enough. Um, I thought um, I didn't. I'm more of a Flint guy, so I wasn't really psyched that he it was going kind of built up. around. You, but, it was a casino man. He was there. I know. And no, no, no. Wasn't that wasn't – that, wasn't he supposed to be Sergeant Slaughter or was no, he supposed to be know. Flint? I don't know. I, I didn't hear what they said. But I'm pretty sure they said his name was Sergeant Slaughter. Now I've got to look that up. He should be Flint. He, he, he looked like Flint. But you see, that's, a, that's, again, that's, another, that's another case of taking what they want out of it. But yeah, it was um, – let's see who, where it was here. In my mind, he's Flint. Whatever. Well, but, but that <laughs> –
1: who cares? Just because just in matter. your mind he's Flint, yeah, but doesn't, no, it doesn't matter. Like, I, to be completely honest with you, that criticism to me is, is totally invalid because it it's not real. If the thing is, is there's a great GI Joe thing going on right now in comic books and has nothing to do with the earlier stuff. For example, Shipwreck does not speak like a gay Jack Nicholson, and it's fine. I don't care. Shipwreck like, wasn't in the movie. I know that's the point. I'm saying like, like that. He does conc- talk like a, he does talk like a gay. I know that, but, like, it doesn't matter. They can – the me, the taking what they are and constructing something new out of it, I can't fault them for that. Make a movie. Jeez well, yeah, that. no. I, I yeah. mean the, the one thing that, that I think hinders a lot of these comic book movies and makes it harder for people to actually just enjoy them on their own is that they're always comparing it to something beforehand. And to me, I thought, well, one of the things is there's, like, four or five separate G.I. Joe continuities that I can think of right now. You know, you've got the stuff from the comic books, the various different series, you got the the series, the cartoon series, you have that movie, you have the the GI Joe Resolute that just came out. Those are all different. So
2: who's to say what's right and what's not right? It's just Well, what yeah, you no, like. but well it, it goes it goes back to yeah, it's what I like and what I would want to see out of it. Mm-hmm. And like and the thing was is that I was actually somewhat despite all the numerous flashbacks, mm-hmm. I thought one of the best things of the movie was Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes because that's that story and the Hard Master was in it. They had all they had the training stuff um, well, if, if although I, I, don't, I don't understand why Snake Eyes had a mouth. Hey, that's, that's a stylistic choice, and we've gotten
1: used to a lot of those bad stylistic – I mean, but that's the thing. Like, of course they're not going to make a movie you want to see. It's a big summer action movie. What's wrong with you? This is a world well, where the Fast and the Furious is a big movie. This is not <laughs> – you are not the one. You, <laughs> no, I have know, I know, but you know. You movies. don't have to think you Snake Eyes a mouth. That's all. That's oh, all I'm saying. The Do you you know thing what like me was the, what? Uh, was the Fifth Element outfit they put on Storm Shadow. What is yeah. – that's stupid. Like, yeah. he's a ninja. He's not going to have a bunch of flappy stuff around. It doesn't make sense.
2: Yeah, um, but you know, I thought I the, I thought that, I thought the Storm Shadow was an actor, and I thought the fight sequences and all the stuff were, were really good. I like the two uh, kids fighting better than any of them. I was like, that's
1: really cool. Beats, beat the shit out of some kids. You know what? Storm Shadow, to me, if I had to have my choice, I like him more as a as a sort of not evil but sort of force for – that sort of ambiguous, good or evil—you don't really know. So
2: has um, so, his own so, has his own agenda type thing, yeah. Yeah, but
1: uh, like I, in my mind, I think of him as being basically honorable, you know. But that's because that's something that I liked from like the first GI Joe cartoon series. So who can
2: right, say Yeah, it? yeah.
1: Um, you know, in this one, Stink Eyes wasn't burned badly and horrible. It was a different thing, and yeah, right. Yeah, who cares? You know, he was the badass guy in black whose face you didn't see, although he had lips, which is kind of the- funny.
2: They were freaky. It was weird. I couldn't tell if it was like a rubber bodysuit or if it was cloth. I just don't understand why we'd hear he would have lips in the mask. I just didn't get it. Anyway, mm-hmm. but but um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's something. Um, I, well, then then if you ask me, the biggest the, the, the biggest criticism something's um, that bugging I, you. Something's bugging me, and I, and, and I, it's two words. It's it's Cobra Commander. Um, oh, I because thought,
1: because we would you know what he's supposed to be is uh, he to find out he is a snake created in uh, ancient times and he was once no. a man.
2: No. Lies! No, I wasn't a man. I um, no, no. What, what what really bothered me was that um, I, and the thing was I knew that Jonathan Gordon Levitt was playing him. So when I saw him in the flashback with Duke, I knew you know I knew who, and I knew he was Rex and all that sort of stuff. Um, what what really kind of annoyed me was I felt as if the reveal of him and the reveal of Cobra. I mean this, this to me this feels like the the prequel to the to the real movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean because the fact that we don't see the cobra logo until the very very end and the um and the he, the fact that you know Destro becomes Destro at the very very end and then they get arrested like it was just it just all seemed very weird and the fact that they combined basically they combined Dr. Mindbender and Cobra Commander into one character Sorry. which so. So, yeah, which which annoyed me for one reason. I know you're going to jump all over me, but of my top five favorite G.I. Joe cartoon characters – was Doctor Mindbender because the dude had a monocle, a bitchin' mustache, didn't wear a shirt, and a cape, and and did experiments on people. That would have read great on camera.
1: <laughs> that was badass. That, that's, I think that I think that you should you should start applying for film executive jobs and pitch well, no, that. But, see how far. But again,
2: it goes. the fact the fact that they refer to they refer to whatever scientist he meets in the middle East or in East Africa as Doctor Mindbender with no from Alf. No, no value to it, and then they give them mo- they give Cobra Commander the monocle and the weird breathing apparatus thingy and we don't get him you know kind of making his power play and, and putting the mask on until the very very end just feel felt like a waste to me I don't know and while I'm, while I'm on a rant, could Destro's company be, just been called Arbco? How hard is that Who cares? instead of, no instead of Mars that is. I don't even remember that <laughs> No but you see but again that's, that's a little neat little thing that would there have been were, you know, that what, would uh, have been there were know, lots
1: of those neat little
2: things well, yeah, no. There was, re- there was there was really only there was really only three that we got. We got knowing is half the battle uh-huh. twice. We, twice, yep. We got we got a couple of yojos. I don't remember that, but that's that's whatever. When thought- no, when 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 roadblock slash heavy duty slash Atabisi um, at the end do? at the end of the trench run, mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the 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 space water battle um, when he's go- when he's going away from the base as it's falling apart, but he yells yojo in the so.
1: planet core. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but he does. Yell, he does yell yo, Joe. We and had you know the what? Brendan Fraser cameo as Flint slash Sergeant Slaughter. And the, but uh, you know what? There was the thing where I thought you know people. Were, I guarantee people are going to
1: complain that Breaker wasn't right. And like, oh no, all of the Breaker fans, <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor you. But you know what? He had a little mustache. Yep. He had a little. He chewed, the, little eye he thing, chewed yep. the bubble gum, and when he took the bubble gum, I laughed. I laughed <laughs> out loud. I went. I completely forgot about the bubble gum thing, and I think that's funny. <laughs> and and you know oh, maybe they combined him with
2: dial tone i don't care I, you know it's, <laughs> oh, it's i like dial tone dial tone was like gen 2 sorry anyway yeah, no, um,
1: you know like there was little things like that and you know to be completely honest i thought that they go into the pit, into the complex, and there's all yep. these neat things everywhere. I was like, "That's
2: cool." There was all these futuristic vehicles and and silly weapons, and I was like, "That's." Yeah, I felt that's that, I felt know, as if we we didn't get we didn't get the identity of the vehicles as much as I hoped for. We got one ship that was referred to by name as like the Night Raven the or whatever, but like was the uh, the, the stuff yeah stuff. yeah. Um, we got the little. We got the little. Uh, the, when Storm Shadow escaped from the pit with the little the flying thing, the jetpack. Oh, I love those things. Yeah, <laughs> was one my, I remembered
1: it when I was watching. Like, oh, was one of my favorite things. Basically, GI Joe lived in the Dome too, so he had that yeah. going for you. The flag at the end, the big aircraft carrier. Yeah, I, you know what? I didn't mind that they were captured at the end. I didn't mind that it was a prequel in the GI Joe Origin series that's going on right now. There's no Cobra yet. Yeah, it's just yeah. people and.
2: Of course they're
1: going to do a franchise of movies out of
2: these. Unless oh yeah, this totally doesn't make any money. And and the, th- and the thing is also I felt as if Zartan was was totally wasted slash you know like oh, created something again thing. because the shirtless guy in the bandolier
1: and the hood with the painted eyes would have worked <laughs> from the from New Orleans <laughs> like and he's and he's hanging out in the president's office with a bunch of English punks around and no one's going to suspect that. <laughs> Oi, <laughs> oi! You tell the Secretary of State to fuck off, mate. What's that guy? got? Just give me one dreadnought. Over? One What's dreadnought is all I ask. Hands <laughs> in the anteroom of the Oval Office. Those <laughs> things are crazy. I mean, they, they made they made a movie. They they did some things in it. I was like, who can complain? You know, there was a big yeah. battle in the streets of of Paris that went on for a really, really, well, that, really. That long was the time. one thing they got right is by by destroying the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> That was, that was a real American hero right there. That, that was something
2: everybody could get behind. <laughs>
1: Every time something popped out of that Hummer, first of all, I was like, why do you have an H2? Wouldn't it make more sense to get an H1? I mean, you have the money. <laughs> and B, stuff kept coming out of it where you could clearly see, like, how was she in the backseat? Yeah, yeah, where did it. the missile launchers come from? But it was neat. It looked cool, whatever. Like, it's funny because, I, again, I, I want to stop bringing this up and get over it. But, like, as the guy who hates fun, like, I was like, oh, that's kind of silly. <laughs> I mean, like it was – I don't remember specifics about G.I. Joe and I don't really feel like connected to it in any like yeah. reverential way. So I, there's times like that feels like it should be a G- G.I. Joe. The, the much maligned acceleration suits, um, w- which we now know were a marketing ploy to get people who liked Iron Man to watch this movie, which is, yeah. which is fair enough. <laughs> That was fine. I was like, that's kind of cool. It worked. It was one scene. I thought they were kind of neat. It made me go, you could do a neat Flash movie. That's what I was thinking during the whole thing. Oh,
2: wow. Interesting. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um, Fine. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's it, that's and that's the thing though. And whether whether it's right or wrong or insane or not, it's hard to separate from the the reverential love of what the, the canon that I've defined. Which I agree with you. It's completely irrational. I mean, but you bring the as a fan of that, you bring that baggage into it, and you bring that level of expectations. For some reason, I was able to throw it to the wind when I saw Transformers and 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 understand everything they did. But with this one, I just felt Wait, like you it understood was just
1: everything in Transformers
2: because I was I, I couldn't see a damn thing. Well, no, right, no. I mean, but I understood the, what they did. By you know, like I understand that you can't make a, a robot as simple as the Optimus Prime design work in the movies. It's got to be the all complicated gears and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I got it. I understood that. But this, I just felt like it was again just cherry picking what they wanted and making something out. And eh, you know, and I know, and I know that the comics and the cartoons that I love still exist and they haven't changed and all that sort of stuff. But. Um, this was uh, and you know and I know that you know just because the Baroness wasn't German it wasn't the end of the world. Sienna Miller's still hot. Sam, Sienna um,
1: Miller is retarded. Like yeah, that's wow. Anyway, yeah. she's one of my favorites. Um, yeah. You know, Duke was Duke. Snake Eyes was Snake Eyes. Marlon Wayans wasn't irritating. He wasn't dressing up like a white woman.
2: So you know, yeah. I did before? I did geek out a little when they got to the pit when they were going down the elevator and there was the water trading thing and the hovercraft was in the background. That yeah. was pretty cool. And Jinx was <laughs> there. I just want to see Cutter.
1: <laughs> I think you did. I think he was around there. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's it was a bunch of stuff. I mean, it's, I'm not going to buy this on DVD. I'm not yeah, going to no, w- d- watch it again, really. Uh, but but I was much less offended because it wasn't. I, you know, the, it's the, it's a it's a preference thing. But the way that Michael Bay movies are done and the Transformers movies are done, there's all this like it's like it's supposed to feel important. Yeah. And this didn't try to do that. This is like this is ridiculous, and we know it. I mean, I enjoyed it more than I liked the Mummy. Or any of its antecedents, I think. Right, that yeah. might be the wrong word.
2: I, I did know. have the laugh when Brendan Fraser pulled up in the in the on the on the ATV or whatever it was. That was pretty funny because uh, that that was I a little. Thinking, bit of how veganism. are these
1: people all not suffocating of carbon monoxide poisoning? <laughs> yeah.
2: They're driving these vehicles all over the place in this giant It's inside. Vehicles, it's yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I had fun watching it, but not for. I don't think for the reasons that the director intended, <laughs> just because I was laughing at it, I not think, with it. I think, if, I mean, if I had to levy a real criticism against it, I think that some of the
1: action sequences went on way too long. Yeah. And like, I yeah. was like, that, that was when I got bored, because I was like, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, get on with it. Luke, they destroyed the <laughs> Death Star at Naboo. Misa <laughs> <laughs> Tinkin' <laughs> They literally had a, a bonabunko or whatever that thing is that they give Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. Like the back <laughs> twirled around like that. I think
2: Jar Jar was driving it. <laughs> the I don't know. But the whole thing with those pulse little weapons that they had is just like, if those weapons are so badass, why doesn't the Joes have them? I don't have, know. I mean, Listen, uh,
1: here's things I was happy about. A, they, I, when they started firing the blue lasers, I was like, fucking right on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then they hit things. So I was like, yes. Because, <laughs> yeah. because
2: if one thing we know from G.I. Joe is, A,
1: it's all action, and B, no one hits shit.
2: Yeah, exactly. and, yeah. So, uh, and th- there was a lot of there were. There was actually a lot of. I was surprised at the know. amount of violence and people getting hurt. And you know, the the fight between Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes was quite bloody. And I you liked know, that. Right? So, yeah. I liked
1: that he kept killing people. Although it was the yeah. same thing. Like, why don't you just kill Duke? Right. He's gonna fuck <laughs> you up. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> you do it? No, I mean, yeah. and it was it was totally cheesy. Like, I loved you, and you were gonna protect you. promised me you'll protect my brother. I was like, oh, he's not gonna live. Come on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It'd be funny, yeah.
1: it, you know, it would have worked better if they, they, by the way, you got to give Joseph Gordon-Levitt credit for, uh, Levitt credit for uh, doing this and 500 Days of Summer.
2: In the same summer, yeah. Yeah, yeah like good, within good job. Within a week of each other.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nice work. But, like, if you hadn't known, like, we knew. Like, you knew Joseph Gordon-Levitt was going to yeah. be Cobra Commander. So when you saw him in the flashback, you're like, well, uh, there you go. Yeah. And then when you saw him, at, and, like, the whole time I was like, that's Dr. Mindbender. But is that, it's, I was like, well, at least it was a new story for me. I didn't know it was. Gonna be oh,
2: if Dr. Mindbender was actually in it, I would have been so happy. take a moment, just respect the respect the mustache and the lack of the shirt and the cape. It's
1: retarded. If they did that in real life, it wouldn't make any sense. It would be awful. You think? Can you imagine the internet backlash from seeing? It'd be like. It'd be worse than what Mickey Rourke's getting right now. In fact, it would look a lot like Mickey Rourke.
2: Oh man!
1: What do you want out of life, man? You can't have all sides.
2: Uh, I just only hope that – I only hope the second uh, movie features the rise of Serpentor.
1: <laughs> oh, this I
2: command. That's what I want. I want to see that was the best part of that movie.
1: Yeah. You know what they did in this, though, that was incredibly G.I. Joe-like? There are, there are three components, and you must get to each of them before the, the world is destroyed. Oh, what, with the missiles? Or? Yes. All, yeah. that's, the, that's the most classic G.I. Joe plot available. Go to these yeah, components, and then <laughs> so they had they had ripcord in a plane going after them, and then the rest of the Joe team was basically at a computer saying, "You know, go here, yeah. <laughs> turn," and I missed the second one completely. I don't know if I zoned out or what, but no, no, know. he
2: got the second one. Okay. The second one was fair; was relatively easy. Is the DC um, one that was a little hard? It but, was but, like um, a hockey puck shape part of the BET. Yeah, that they played <laughs> hockey with that one. <laughs> Yep. I did. I did like that they were that they were in the North Pole. I thought that was good. I was waiting for the Cobra Law to jump out. Um, I I also when I saw Snake Eyes in the white costume, I laughed. Mm-hmm. I just had. <laughs> oh, I did too. I laughed a lot
1: actually because they all had Snow Job costumes on. That yeah, was another. Exactly. That was another. See, there were there were really subtle hints at the thing. They didn't try to do Snow Job, but they were like, "Here's Snow Job, by the way. You want you want Whoa. something that makes no sense? What? So they go, they look up through the schematics and you see all the stuff through the ice. Uh, there's tunnels through the ice. There's their elevator and whatever. I specifically recently remember watching a documentary on Arctic ice, and, which moves constantly. Like, I was like, that wouldn't yeah. work at all. But, I mean, yeah. nothing there would work, so it doesn't really I, matter.
2: The that, that snow scene I thought was funny because they they zoom in on the bitchin' snow speeder things, you know, like that. They look like that halo. They look like, uh, you remember that that uh, vehicle in Halo? Yes, yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, know. so they look like the Halo things, and then the, ro- the rocket launches literally 10 feet away from them mm-hmm. with no kickback or anything like that. And they're all Scarlet and Breaker just watching it go. And then Snake Eyes just bolts, jumps in the thing, zooms out a little, and shoots a missile and blows it up. It was just like <laughs> – that was a little weird. That was... <laughs> I like but... Snake Eyes in this. They did him. I mean you couldn't do him in, anymore, right? You know? No, Snake Eyes, they, well, uh, if, if Snake Eyes didn't have the mouth, if it just covered his mouth, it would have been fine. I like that he was pointing the things and making hand motions and stuff like that. That was cool. But um, Where was the um, wolf? You know
1: what? Where was the wolf? I'm not watching. The,
2: I, I hate this exactly. Where's Timberwolf? Where is Timberwolf? Uh, oh, jeez. So, I don't know. I want a, I want a shirtless, stereotypical Indian American. No, he wasn't shirtless. He wears, a, he wears like a denim shirt. You're right. Spirit. He's a blue shirt.
1: Well, I, yeah. would, I want him shirtless. I, it's All a right. fetish of mine.
2: <laughs> anyway, so so it is what it is. I'm I'm kind of surprised, but I also I'm I'm okay with the fact that you're you're looking past the nostalgia factor that I just can't look past. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're a better man than me. I so. am. <laughs> but um, if you go to ifanboy.com, there's a, post, um, there's a post there about the movie where everyone's been talking about it all weekend. We'd love to hear what you think of it. So uh, let people you know let people know what you liked, what you didn't like uh, about the movie there. And is that it?
0: I guess so. Say? I'm
2: I'm tapped. I'm tapped. The star you beat me at the Star Wars thing really early. That was great. Yeah, that's that's all I had, <laughs> folks. Thank you. Thanks for playing. <laughs> <laughs> so go to ifanboy.com where you can check out all our normal uh, uh, banter about comic books and the like and things that we're much more um, uh, qualified to talk about <laughs> hey also if you liked this show or you liked us
1: here and talking about it we did a show uh, uh, video show on the G.I. Joe comics a while yep. back uh, and you can search through we'll link that in the show notes for this one but if you've never heard about those comics um, they were really great comics you can, you can watch that show or uh, go check out some of the new G.I. Joe comics from IDW they're all very quite yep. good
2: Yep. And if you like movies in general, you might want to go check out our sister site at murmur.com where there's a podcast there where we talk about movies every now and then as well as some great articles and stuff about movies. So check that out as well. Um, cool. All right. So, uh, I, I don't know what the next movie is after this. Oh, it's probably surrogates in September. Oh, cool. Oh, finally. Okay, cool. Something we could actually talk about with, with some validity. So let me ask you a uh, question. Sure.
1: Earlier tonight, there was a guy outside my bathroom window and he, well, he was, he looked like a, he was a black guy and he looked like a doctor. And he's just been hanging out outside there, um, offering me advice. Is that is that normal?
0: <laughs>
2: yes, it is. That is normal. Okay, because <laughs> it's the craziest thing. Because I was swimming in a lake, <laughs> and a dude just popped up out of nowhere in this whole like apparatus and told me not to swim when there's a thunderstorm.
1: What's weird so. is that
2: this huge black man with a fifty caliber machine
1: gun was riding by, just as some power lines fell down. <laughs> and he luckily he was on a bike,
2: but he had. He had some tongs for lifting power lines, which <laughs> yeah, really saved me. Well, it's funny because the other day I was in my bedroom and I smelled smoke. Uh-huh. And I was going to go do something about it. But then the guy at my window told me that uh, fighting fires is for firefighters. Yeah, <laughs> and he left us a box of Dunkin' Donuts, which I thought was nice. Yeah, and then he invited
1: us to his house for a party. So dig this. Me and my friends are crawling around this abandoned construction site, right? And I'm Darren, my sister. I'm like, hey, make the jump. Make the jump. Hottest redhead I've ever seen comes out and it's like hey bad call
2: <laughs> really I, I've learned something in these past couple of days with yeah. all these little yeah, yeah you, know, so. you know what the
1: other half of the battle is
2: Star Wars <laughs>